podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to that footballing podcast after extra time. You've got the special one, the famous one, your host, which is myself, Greeny. And joined me is the Millwall one. They played shit at the weekend. <laughs> sounds, sounds like you had Millwall in an hacker because Swansea hadn't won in four games and now, now it feels like I have to owe you money or something. <laughs> I don't have to host him. It's, here he is. It's the man, Jacko. How are you, mate? How about you? Yeah, good, good. And we've got the top of the league one, the Derby one, Jack Godfrey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Right, I don't know why I'm the top of the league one because Duffy are certainly not top of the well, fucking. I, I reckon you've you've changed allegiance of supporting Norwich for the last ten games of the championship, <laughs> so you can feel what it's like to win a game. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, for anyone that um, wants to know why I'm singing that, I, I actually don't know. I just heard Green talking talking about his uh, under 18s and something about top of the league, and I thought <laughs> I'll start singing it. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good, lads. I'm ready to I'm ready good. for another good. another episode. Yeah, good stuff. We've got a few bits to talk about tonight, lads. Um, I'm going to kick straight off with Jacko. Yeah. Friday night, mate. Yeah. Um, Fulham, Wolves, 1-0 win for Wolves. Is that a massive dent in Fulham's relegation battle? Can they still stay up or is it? was that a um, win game? I think there's still a bit of hope. The fact that they play Newcastle last game of the season, the, the problem is, though, they just don't look good enough in front of goal. Um, uh, there was a stat I saw. I think they've had 6.4% um, shot conversion in the area um, throughout the Premier League season. And it's just not good enough. They're not, they're not creating anything. They're not scoring any goals. Um, and it's just it's painful to watch at times. It's... They're relying on Mitrovic to bad goals, but he doesn't. Um, Lookman hasn't been out or wasn't playing this weekend. I think he's probably been one of the more prolific signings since January. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's running out of time for Parker now, and I think that Newcastle game is is so key. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, I just don't see them getting anything really, at the minute. Yeah, I mean, Jack had have scored in the 92nd minute, so that's even more of a kick in the teeth. I mean, even Wolves haven't been great this season, so uh, really a point would have been better than no points, obviously, but do you think they need all three points from now on? Me? Sorry, I thought you said Jacko. Sorry, Jack. Yeah, sorry, Jack. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, they need to do something special now in terms of the last couple of games. Uh, like Jack has said, they're obviously... Scoring's been their sort of main problem, and then sort of a leaky defence as well. So, yeah, and uh, like you say, Wolves have sort of been uh, out of sorts this season as well. They've not been sort of their usual selves, whether that be because they've not had Jimenez for sort of the, the second half of the season. And um, yeah, I just, I think, yeah, I think Fulham are down now. I really do. I think, especially with what we'll probably come on to. Later on in the pod as well, Newcastle winning today, which was a massive win for them as well. Mm-hmm. Just, gives, just gives a little bit of breathing space for Newcastle um, and really puts the pressure back on Fulham. The, the problem is as well, Greeny, that Fulham's running is no easy feat. They've got uh, just going back to it now. They've got Arsenal away next weekend. Um, mm-hmm. They then play. Just, 
they played Chelsea away the following yeah. weekend. They then got Burnley at home, which after playing Arsenal, Chelsea, he's got to be a must win. They then have Southampton away and then United away and Newcastle at home. Mm. They, I mean, they have to get maximum points out of the Burnley, Southampton and Newcastle games. Yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way they'd be able to do it. I can't see is if they were to win those. I can't see them picking points against anyone. No, I I can't because of the fact that they they can't score goals. They they just can't score goals. Um, That is the only way. I think think that's always been Fulham's problem, isn't it? Even when they did come up the first time, they just didn't score enough goals. Yeah, it's the same as be fair to Parker. Yeah, it is totally the same. I mean, the only positive I could give for Parker is he sorted his defence out because it was really leaky weren't it at the start the, the, but again he just can't score the question, the question is though you've got Mitrovic who whenever goes away on international duty scores goals for fun for Serbia I mean yeah. obviously the quality of player is better but mm. is it yeah. due to the setup in the Fulham team are they set up wrong I, I, just, I don't think he's good enough for the Premiership yeah, but then he's scoring goals. In my opinion. He is, uh, I think he's Serbia's top international goal scorer. Yeah, I mean, this is what I mean. It's it's just strange that. I, I I think I think yeah, there is a there is a part of it that is probably down to the fact that in his international side, yeah, he's playing against some teams that are a lesser. Yeah, but he's got better players in him. I think Milinkovic, Savic, Matic. Yeah. Um, there's there's a few others as well that I can't. Name off the top of my head, but it's definitely a better side than, than Fulham's. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's put it this way: Jacko and Jack. Go with Jacko first. If you had Mitrovic in the top six, would he score you goals in a top six side? I think he would. Mm? I definitely think he would. Uh, I don't think it would be as prolific as the likes of Kane, Aguero, Vardy. Mm. Um, but I, I, I see. I definitely feel he'd be like a, a Giroud factor at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I just think he'd be he'd be an alternative for the for a team in the top six, sort of um, strong, bulky centre forward that's annoying with the defenders. Is you know is always up for a tussle against them. Why do you reckon? And I just uh, feel it... he, obviously when they got relegated first time, no one come in for him from the Prem. I think because of his record in the Premier League, he played with Newcastle yeah. and they he wasn't great at Newcastle. Then he played at Fulham, he wasn't great at Fulham. Um. He reminds me a bit like Pookie. He's bet he's been brilliant in the championship, and he's a thorn in any team in the championship uh, against any team in the championship. But unless he's got those players around him in the Premier League, I don't think he gets given those opportunities. And as I go back to the beginning, I think six percent or six and a half percent, you know, conversion rate or chance creation rate in the Premier League throughout an entire season is just not good enough. Even Newcastle are better than that. Mm. Uh, and Newcastle have been uh, Bruce I think this was the first time in 30 odd games or something Bruce got a win for Newcastle or something ridiculous away from home so yeah I just Fulham are getting there it would probably take another season of going it down into the Championship and then coming back up again mm. but they need they need some sort of creative spark that they just don't seem to have at the moment Fair enough. I mean, Jack, let's go over to you, mate. The champ. Well, I say the champions. They're not quite there now because they slipped up yesterday, mate, um, against a, a Leeds United. Now, 
I'm looking at the setup, what they had, Man City. And do you think they played a weakened side? Because if you look at their, if you look at what they pulled out against Leeds, to me, he's he's not gone for that game. I mean, Ake's back in the lineup. He's dropped uh, Gundogan, Walker, Mares, De Bruyne. Do you think he thought it was a win, uh, an easy win game? That's why he's dropped his bigger players. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he dropped them for, just because it's an easy game. I think you've got to look at the fact that they've got the Champions League quarter-final, second mm. leg, uh, where Dortmund, obviously 2-1, it's not exactly done at all that tie. Dortmund did cause them problems as well. So I think you've got to look at that. Um, you've also got to look at the fact that squad depth is, is huge for City. Um, you know, a lot of those players that played haven't really played too much. You know, if you look at Ake, Ferran Torres has been in and out of the team. Uh, Zinchenko sort of on the bench a lot as well so you know yeah I, th- I think it's sort of a credit to Man City that they can sort of play that team and then you look at their bench and it's probably one of the best benches in the world's in world football you know in, in terms of club football anyway um, but yeah I, I don't think that's the sole reason you know Man City lost I just think they, they need to potentially have that break and give those players a rest and they've got bigger games to come you know um, they weren't clinical enough yeah, and I, I I agree with they you. had twenty they had twenty nine shots. Yeah, I mean seven were on target. Could be to, could be to the Leeds league. had two shots and they took their chances. Yeah, Man City with the second string eleven have created ten times nearly twelve times more opportunities than than Leeds and they haven't put them away. They've they've just not played well enough. It's got. I, I definitely agree with Jack. I think they've got. They've you know they've got Dortmund in, in midweek and they've got Chelsea on Saturday in the cup. He's he's still wanting to try and get four tight trophies. Absolutely. You know. I yeah. I, I just don't think it was down to the fact that he selected a poor squad. That squad's good enough because mm. they're playing for Man City. Aki's played ten games this season in the injury hit season. We all expected this because he'd spent. He had a load of injury issues at Bournemouth. He had a load of injury issues when he occasionally played at Chelsea. And he's had injuries again this season. So he's not played many games. And you're playing Diaz and Stones as your main two. Stones didn't have barely anything to do. If you have a look at the, the highlights, Stones, Stones spent more time in fucking Leeds half than he did in his own half. Leeds, Leeds played a way that got an effective result against Man City yesterday. Leicester did it. Leeds almost did it in the first game in the, uh, this season with that one-all game. And it was a cracking game. But Man City weren't good enough yesterday. No, I mean, they're bound to have a blip with the amount of games that have been played. But going back onto Leeds, obviously they had 10 men and they still won the game. Do you feel they're like a Chef United, Jacko, where they're, they're winning these games this year, but come next season, they're going to be down there? Because I've got that I feeling. Yeah. So, first of all, sorry, Jack, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that's I fine. just wanted to get the point off the check. Um, I don't think they are. I, I think I think they probably need to keep Harrison around. I think he's the only one that I'd be concerned about. I think they've got a better goal scorer at a Premier League level in Sheffield United having Bamford um, defensively they look okay the the style of play that um, that I can't even think of his name Bielsa um, who's got them playing it, it's effective um, I, the, the system works uh, they 
you know, they can change it up a little bit, but it works majority of the time. I, I can't see them doing a Sheffield United purely for the fact that they've got a goal scorer in Sheffield United, haven't they? They spent nearly 30 million on Rian Brewster and I don't think he scored a Premier League goal. Mm. I, I just think, and I think Leeds have got a better set of players than Sheffield United have. Fair point. I mean, just quickly, Jack. Man City slipped up. United obviously won today, which we'll touch on quickly in a bit. If they, and they've got a game in hand over City, mate. They can go eight points behind Man City if they win the game in hand. Is it possible that no. City could slip up? No. No? No, no doubt? No doubt, mate. No. Well, that was nice and quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. Uh, let's touch on another game. Let's touch on the Champions, Jack. 2-1 win over Villa. They're closing the gap now on fourth. Is that possible? Liverpool can sneak back in Champions League spot. Yeah, I think if, I think if we listen, <laughs> listen back on a few pods, I said they had no chance of finishing. <laughs> four, so yeah, um, he's made to come back and eat his words. Yeah, I'm brilliant. Just eat a bit of, uh, we'll part of the minute. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no, certainly. I mean, this. I mean, I'm not saying they're 100 back, um, but I think they're showing signs of improvement mm. from what they were. Um, obviously, they lost midweek, obviously to Real Madrid, three-one, uh, uh, where they probably, you know, were the better <laughs> team, <laughs> and they were. And then, you know, <laughs> they got back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're slowly improving again. I mean, it's yeah. for me, yeah. you know, that it should be beating Villa. And obviously, they went 1 0 down. And obviously, Trent scored a really good goal to, to win the game right at the end. So, yeah, I, I just, for me, I don't understand. Well, I do understand why, you know, they've got a lot of key players missing. They've had their defence has been chopped and changed. They've had weaker centre halves. And then I think even you've got maybe not so much Salah, but certainly for me, no, and certainly Mane. Mane, I, I don't know what's happened to him, but he's half the player he was last season. He just mm. seems to, I don't know if it's yeah. confidence or what it is. He just, yeah, I mean, he was one of the best players in the Premier League. Mm. You know, maybe even Europe last season and and the season before that. And, you know, out of nowhere, he just... I, I don't know what's happened to him, and you know, Firmino, yeah, for me, inconsistent. You know, Salah, yeah, we'll probably will get you the goals, but yeah, I just that front three has obviously been very, very quiet compared to how it was when they were winning the title, when they were winning the Champions League, and that. And you know, I, I mean, definitely, there's a chance for them to get the top four, one hundred percent, which is. Compared to how they were sort of a month ago, you 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 weren't thinking that. So they must have you know they turned a little bit in the corner for them to, to to still be with a shout at the top four. So I I I think they've needed a kick up the arse, and there's a little bit of me that thinks that Southgate's done that for Alexander Arnold because since he omitted him from that England squad, Alexander Arnold's become the player that he was last season. I just I feel there's been a, a marked improvement of his game since those comments, and I feel that I, I feel that a, not necessarily criticism in Liverpool, but I just feel that a kick up the arse is needed to get that squad back to where it was last season because last season they were the best team in the league outright. They they were superb in every asset of their game. 
this season, yes, there's been injuries and they've spent three months, four months without a recognised centre-back partnership. And Klopp has used every excuse under the sun to sort of protect the players. But there are times where you need to be harsh with them and open up a few truths. And I think that started to show a bit on the players. Mm. And yeah, I'm, I'm totally in the camp with Jack. There was a part of me that was watching Liverpool sort of two, three, four weeks ago going, uh, if they get Europa League, I'll be amazed. I thought they'd be roughly there or thereabouts. I didn't think they'd actually get a Europa League spot, let alone top four. Um, but there's, there's, just been a, there's just been a bit of change that makes Liverpool look a bit better and, and starts looking back on how they were last season. Yeah, again, agree with Jack. Mane's been terrible this year. Firmino, I don't think, since Salah's been firing on all cylinders, I don't think Firmino gets as many opportunities as he should do. I think they, they focus more on their attacking from the, the Salah and Mane roles and use Firmino as a sort of go-between between midfield and attack. And if he bags a couple of goals, then that's great. I mean, even his goal yesterday looked like he'd scuffed. I thought, he, when I first saw it, I thought he chipped it over the defender. But if you have a look, he's actually hit it with the wrong part of his foot. And it's just scuffed high and wide from the defender trying to cover him. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just feel that a kick up the arse has been needed for Liverpool. Um, I, I agree, mate, to be fair. And I, I feel that especially from a standpoint, you know, people argue that Alexander-Arnold can't defend. I think he's he's England's best right-back at the minute, personally. And if he's not in an England squad, he's either out of form or Southgate is an idiot. So the fact that since Southgate said, well, he's not been good enough, Alexander-Arnold's performances have picked up. Liverpool have started looking like their old selves again. And... If this had happened, I don't know, maybe November time, maybe something might have changed their fortunes. But, mm. yeah, you don't know now, do you? It's all, all relative. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to touch on Villa. Let's leave Villa alone. Let's move to um, a Chelsea... <laughs> That's a bit Chelsea harsh for Villa yeah. fans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move to uh, Crystal Palace, Chelsea. I ah, mean, obviously, yeah. Chelsea for... for Four were winners um, against a, a poor Palace side in my eyes, mate. Do you do you feel now it's time for Ochen to go at the end of the season and bring a new manager in? Because for me, Palace are lucky not to be down there. They had a good start, really, to not be in the relegation. What do you make of Palace? Well, I've, I've said it time and time again, haven't I, on this pod? It's time for a change of Palace. It really is. It's the same thing year on year from Palace, you know. it's For me, nothing changes. Same sort of thing. Go through patches of form in the season. Go through patches where they don't win. End up sort of the same place each year. But yeah, I think it needs something new, something fresh. Um, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't keep banging the the Roy out drum, unfortunately, because um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just <laughs> repeating myself. Um, yeah, for me, I, I think there should be a change personally. Um, maybe that's harsh on Roy I don't know people might think that people might not think that I just think he's done probably as much as he can do with that team and you know he's been a long servant to the game of football but maybe he's had his time now and 
you know, someone comes in for the, for the start of next season and can try and take Palace a bit further up the league. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what, what's your thoughts on, um, obviously, Chelsea, Jacko? Uh, obviously, 4-1 wins, not a bad result. No. I, and uh, your mate scored, Habert's well, finally got on the score sheet. Because I watched that and, you know, Chelsea, under Tuchel, Chelsea have had the mantra of get the job done. Just get, get the job done, regardless of how crap it looks. Get the job done. Go home with the three points. End of story. Yesterday against Palace, they looked possessed, is the only way I can say it. They looked mm. absolutely superb. And the fact that they, it, it was also, it was almost on par with the Liverpool result when they put five or six past them. Um, mm. It should have been that scoreline. And I, I think, Barring a couple of poor finishes from Havertz, there was there was one that he deserved a goal where he's he's flicked it over the defender with his left foot and hit it on the volley with his right foot that the guide has made a save for. I, I think that one deserved a goal, but there were a couple of other chances that that, that they should have definitely put away. Geiter was probably the best player on the park for him for the majority of that first half because without him, they wouldn't have got. Uh, they, they wouldn't have, have had the score uh, kept at three. It would have been definitely more. Um, going on, quickly back to Palace, I think, yeah, Hodgson needs to go. I think this team needs a guttering. I think the only bright spot for Palace fans is the fact that they finally got Benteke scoring after about eight million years of being at Palace without getting any goals. I think this has been his most prolific season for a few. Um, but Chelsea looked good. Chelsea looked a lot better. I think, I think the West Brom was... A bit of a kick up again, a kick up the arse, probably needed. Um, and Tuchel's probably the, yeah. the right sort of man to do that with that squad. But this is how I envisaged what they should have been playing like under Lampard at times, and it just obviously wasn't working when he was there. Again, at times, they, they still look good at, on occasion. But yeah, it was just brilliant to watch Chelsea play the way they did, and the fact that. You know, a lot of people say they didn't play with a recognised striker. A lot of teams won't do that nowadays. It's unless you're outside the top flight, you may have one striker, but the rest will be centre attacking mids that can play as a sort of shadow striker or a false nine, or or use wide players that cut inside on their opposite foot to give them that that opportunity to go at goal. Um, I, I just feel that this this style of play with Pulisic Mount and and have that seems to suit Chelsea quite well. And yeah, I, I think if they can get a couple more results, then they could be looking at that fifth spot for themselves. This year. Yeah, I mean, Jack, Chelsea currently in fifth, 54 points, so two points off Leicester uh, in third. Just looking at their fixtures, mate. So in, let me know if you think they'll hit top four, but they've got Brighton at home, West Ham away. Fulham at home, Man City away, Arsenal at home, Leicester <laughs> at home, and they finish the season away at Villa. There's possible chance they could get in the top four with that run of fixtures. Yeah, yeah, I think they probably win three or four of them. I think you know the game against Leicester yeah. could be massive. Um, could be and the West Ham one to be fair. Well, yeah, even the West Ham game. You're right. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think Chelsea. Definitely still in the hunt for that top four. And like you say, those two games will be massive as you know, in terms of the top four race. And I think 
Chelsea sort of bar the blip at West Ham have been in you know very good form, so they're sort of hitting the right form at the right time. Um, you know, they sort of peaked, and and they've got these sort of games now to to, to go and get the points and finish in that top four. Um, like you say, we'll obviously come on to it, but Leicester's lost today. Just a bit more pressure on them, really. Um, I think Chelsea are more than capable of probably winning all of those games, but maybe maybe not the Man City game. You know, maybe the Man City will wrap the title up by then, and they'll have the foot off the gas. I don't know if and he might be looking at the, might be looking at other things and resting players again. I don't know, but yeah, I think just going back to Chelsea, I think Havertz looked a lot more his, his Bundesliga self in the last mm. couple of games. Um, don't know whether that's just confidence and needed a couple of goals and, and, and playing time or what, but I think he's looked a lot better than he has been since the start of the season. So, yeah, I think they've got a great chance of finishing in top four. Yeah, I mean, that's all the Saturday fixtures. Let's quickly move on to Sunday before you boys have your... Uh, no, I wouldn't exactly call it fucking fun this um, week. Yeah, there's no, no fun been had by anyone, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go mm. to Jacko first on this one. Um, my boys, Jacko, went yeah. to West Ham mm. and they lost three-two. It was a big yeah. game for both sides. Is are we seeing the same Leicester as what we did last um, season near the end, where they cocked up? I've just, I've, oddly enough, without even recognising it, I went and had a look at their their fixtures. Um, they've got mm. up until the last three games this season. They've got a relatively nice running. They play, I think they've got Southampton in the cup on on Saturday, but then they play Newcastle, West Brom, um, uh, and a couple others sort of down there. And then they play Chelsea, United, and Tottenham. I think are their last three. Mm. So if they can, if they can go into those yeah. last three with the maximum maximum points, then I, I think they're. I, I don't think it will be the same as last season, but to lose to West Ham away and Manchester City at home, yes, Manchester City, it was Man City. You, you would never expect to win that game. But yeah, I think today was a key result for both sides and it definitely gives advantage to West Ham. They're only a point behind Leicester now, which is just scary to think that they could be seven points away from getting the Champions League spot. Um, so yeah, I, I think Le- Leicester have got to win their their next sort of uh, five league games uh, or four four league games, mm. and then the the last three. If they can get a couple of points against United, Chelsea, and Spurs, then I, I think they'll be all right. Um, but there, there's a queue starting to form out now. You've got West Ham on fifty five and fourth, Chelsea on fifty four and with 54 points in fifth, and Liverpool with 52 points in sixth. So Leicester have to maintain a strong... Uh, Leicester have to get strong performances out of that side for the next sort of three or four weeks to guarantee themselves a Champions League spot. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, mate. I mean, it was a shower of shit, but let's just quickly go to Jack on this one, because I want to ask you, Jack. <laughs> Jesse Lingard went to West Ham... And he's just bagging goals, mate. I mean, do you feel he should stay with West Ham at the end of the season and sign for them or stay at United? Yeah, stay at West Ham, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he's yeah. clearly working. 
he's playing in a system, he's playing in a position where he can be effective and, and create chances and score goals and even assist in uh, goals as well. Um, I feel like he, I feel like if he goes back to United, it could ruin him again. Um, I, I Obviously, playing for Man United and all that history, there's such a lot of pressure that goes on for playing United. And I don't know if this has been a factor for him playing well at West Ham, but he can go to West Ham and sort of just play football and enjoy it. And it seems to have worked. Like I don't know whether there's been no pressure whatsoever. Just, just go. I don't know whether they've said to me, just go to West Ham, go on loan, go and play football, go and get some enjoyment back, go and get some minutes back, and just because he he let's have it right. He was he, he'd been scoring goals before all of that, um, and he'd been he'd been playing well for for United about two three years ago, and then he went through a phase where he just just didn't score for I think it was over a year. And, you know, I think he had a few personal issues as well. I think his mum was ill. He had to look after a baby by himself, I think, his own child, his daughter. Um, so I think a lot of things were affecting him. And, you know, clearly it's just nice from a, from, from a personal point of view, and I'm sure people agree, that he's back playing football, he's back enjoying it, he's back scoring goals. Because, mm. you know, and I think he's really, really put himself back in the spotlight for the Euros. Mm. When, let's have it right, before this loan move, mm. he was dead and buried in England yeah. shirt. Really, really, he's he's really, really gave himself a massive shout of going. I mean, the form that he's in, you, I mean, was it nine games, eight goals or something? He, you cannot ignore that form. He no. is, he's in scintillating form. So yeah, he, I think, stay at West Ham personally. I think that's that's yeah. the move, and especially if West Ham get top four and get European football, whether it be Champions League or Europa League, yeah, I, I can't yeah. see no reason why he wouldn't want to stay. If you yeah. if you're West Ham, you've got to try and get that done on a permanent basis. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, Jacko, just before we move off this, this game mm. and uh, West Ham, David Moyes returned to West Ham in December yeah. in 2019. Um, he, he inherited a, a side sitting in 17th place, a mm. point clear of the relegation zone. And then if we move on 16 months on, they yeah. find themselves now in the top four, eight games remaining, and he's only spent yeah, 5.3 yeah. mil, mate, in that time. For me, yeah. that, that's a class rebuild. Now, if they're getting the time at United, do you reckon yeah. they would be competing I, more? I I think with how he's done here and what he did at Everton, I think it shows he suits a club mm. that's less reputable and work as an underdog than it is to work as a big team trying to sort of keep a mantra that will not be seen again because the greatest Premier League manager or greatest English British manager in the last sort of 30 years is retired. I think regardless of, of who it was and and still at the moment now under Ali, I'm not convinced about Ali, but he, he gets the job done, I suppose. Um, the, the problem has always been is you're always going to have to have the shadow of what Ferguson did looking over you to get results at United. I don't think the hierarchy is that great. Um, I think there's a lot of conflict behind the scenes that fans don't see or fans outside of United don't see. Um, I would have liked to have seen him do better at United. I don't think he was given enough time. I think a lot of pressure from the fans was expecting him to get a result of silverware within that first season, bearing in mind that what Fergus had done with that team had um, won the league 
or came close to winning the league. Um, but to do what he's done at West Ham is remarkable. And that as much as I'm going to hate to say this, I'd love to see him win the uh, Premier League Manager of the Year. Purely for what he's done no, this sure. year. Um, no, it was sure. the same with Wilder last year. No one expected Sheffield United to do that last year. He definitely deserved it. But obviously, because Liverpool won the Premier League, it was it was always going to be clock. But yeah, this year, I, I do feel Moyes has, mm. has sort of recreated his his form and his his management level that was good enough to get him that, that those accolades at Everton and to a lesser extent at Preston before that to get him noticed for the United job. Um, I, I think West Ham mm. have looked... Uh, I think, yeah, bringing in Suchek to put work with Rice, I think is superb. Um, they've got rid of a lot of players that just weren't making that squad any good which was a surprise because at times Felipe Anderson was, you know, looks a, a really good prominent figure in that side. Um, the, the key thing for West Ham will be, can they keep hold of Rice? I think it would be a lot easier if they get a Champions League spot because then they're sort of competing with United, Leicester City, Chelsea, um, Arsenal, uh, Tottenham, Man United for those sort of spots. So, it might be that unless they bring in some 95 million, 100 million pound bid, West Ham aren't going to get rid of him. I definitely agree that they need to keep Lingard. The guy's just insane. But then again, it's a prominent figure for him in that role and that side. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, Moyes has done an amazing job, annoyingly to say. But I think if they can keep hold of Rice, get Lingard in and sort of, strength in that squad I think they'll be a better side next year yeah just quickly I've just got to touch on this quick Jack um, regards to Leicester obviously there were four idiots what they said out with Perez Madison Chowdhury and Barnes <laughs> all went out on the piss so they got dropped they got dropped up, dropped from the team obviously that was a massive blow for yeah Leicester, of course you reckon? You know, Chowdhury was it who was it? Perez, Madison. Perez, Chowdhury, Madison, and obviously the injured Barnes. So yeah, I'd say the only injured four, one out probably four. the key figures. Obviously, Chowdhury maybe not so much. Obviously, Barnes is injured. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just silly, isn't it? Really, you know, we're what eight, mm. nine games away from the end of the season. Wait till the end of the season to get on the piss. You know, the pubs are opening. Tomorrow. The pubs are opening tomorrow, or the gardens are. <laughs> so you know, the pubs will probably be you know properly open yeah. in sort of. Couple of months or a month, so yeah, just you know, just wait. You know, your season's nearly done. Don't be, don't be a dickhead and you know, <laughs> ruin it and, and, and you know, be, try and be. We've had this conversation before with people breaking, you know, protocols and mm. COVID sort of rules and stuff. You, you're in a prominent mm. role. You're in a spotlight. You're a role model for, for people. And you know, as I say, your season's sort of a month six weeks away from finishing just just wait until the summer you know then you can you'll have a little bit of fun you know it's been a long hard season it's been a hard time of covid and etc so yeah then let your hair down and go out and have a drink and whatnot you know don't don't ruin it a couple of a couple of games or a couple of weeks before the end of the season you know what i mean so yeah and i mean it doesn't help it doesn't help leicester either you know in terms yeah, of where they yeah. are and you know dropping having to drop having to drop such key players but yeah i can understand why they've done it and put the right decision yeah 
Yeah, fair. Uh, Jack, just sum it up for us quick, mate. I'll stay with you. Man United game against Spurs, 3 1 win. Uh, yeah, up, first half about put me to sleep. Uh, <laughs> Jacko was already asleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he must have already got the note, the message of that game. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think I'd fallen asleep by, by the end of the Burnley Newcastle game. So I think that gave yeah. him insight into what the weekend was going to be like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, first half was dull. Um, Spurs probably scored against some run of play. There was the. The, the dubious decision for the uh, the goal to be disallowed uh, in the first half. So, you know, was it was it was it <laughs> did did McTominay foul uh, Son? You know, failing arm. Son rolled around. He did it in. You know, I think in this modern game, the way it's turning with VAR and stuff, it is a foul. But I can, I can certainly understand why United fans will feel aggrieved. But I mean, in the end, it didn't really matter. Um, second half was all United. Yeah, United dominated. Uh, uh, Spurs and Spurs just yeah they just at times they're so weak and uh, I just I really don't know what it is with Spurs, with Spurs really they're such a up and down team and sort of Mourinho's uh, he's just such a hard player to read at times I, you know you got to appreciate his uh, the way he is and stuff but sometimes I just yeah I don't really get it uh, yeah they were just they put really poor second half really really poor and I think yeah. that's about it really <laughs> I was going to say, just quick, yeah, cheers, mate. I'm just going to move mm. on to Jacko quick because I want to ask him some um, regards to Mourinho, yeah, Jacko. Do you think he'll get the boot at the end of the season? I mean, his only saviour for me would be win the EFL Cup final against Man City for him to keep that job. Because other than that, I think he's been piss poor. Um, I think if they don't win silverware, questions will be asked. I think. If Harry Kane goes, which is more than likely, because I can't see Spurs getting the top four, and I, I'm I'm calling it now. Mm. Kane's going to Man City, because Haaland's going to Barcelona. That's how I'm seeing it play out this summer. Um, I think he'll be gone. They're not going to be able to replicate mm. what Harry Kane brings to that side. They're not going to be able to keep hold of him. Um, and so, plus your plus your bail, yeah, the bail as well. Bail's neither here nor there, to be honest. I, I really, I really don't see no. what Gareth Bale has brought to that side. I really don't. I don't. I, 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 I don't personally. I don't think he should have left in the first place. I, I really don't. I think Spurs probably, if if Bale had stayed and Kane had come through as he had, and they had invested it with Son and a few others. Those those years with Pochettino, mm. if they'd managed to keep those that squad together, we probably would be looking at a different Spurs. But again, that's that's hindsight. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. But I just feel that Spurs aren't good enough. Um, they've. But where's it all gone wrong, mate? Because there was top of the league, Jacko, going back a few months ago. So where do you think that's gone wrong? <sighs> Consistency is a big thing. I think. Yeah, I think the fact that. Mourinho, Mourinho's side, they've slipped. They've lost a lot of points from winning positions. They were 3 0 up against West yeah. Ham with five minutes to go. West Ham come back to draw 3 0. 1 0 up against Newcastle yeah. or 2 1 up against Newcastle. Um, but yeah, all right, Newcastle got lucky with the handball before it changed. That cost them another two points. 
there's lots of games that Spurs have been in a winning position and have not held it out. And that's whether or not that's because defensively he, he goes too early and he tries to shut up shop with mm. half an hour to go and it means that they're under pressure for so much more time or the players are good. So while you're on that, mate, um, just quickly jump in. They've dropped 18 points. Right, so you add those 18 points to where they were, to what they're on now. They're on, what, 49 points? You had 20 points to where they are. They're on 49, yeah. Yeah. So that would put them second by six Mm. points. Uh, So they'd be on 67 points. So, yeah, so they'd be four points ahead of Manchester United in second if they'd held on to those 18 points from winning position. And that, that in itself shows you what the problem is, is the Spurs aren't, that Spurs side isn't good enough to do what Mourinho used to do at Chelsea, which is get two goals and sit and shut up shot. They're not good enough, I, not good enough I to think, do that. I, I think another problem with that Spurs team and even Spurs in general is that winning mentality. You know, and it's not well, obviously that as well. They're definitely not good enough. And the fact that, you know, Spurs aren't associated with winning, you know, there's not a winning culture in Spurs, you know. You look at Man City, you, you don't really ever expect Man City to drop points, whereas you would with Spurs, you know. That's because a lot of those players are probably used to winning games for football, used to winning things. Whereas I don't I don't see Spurs as sort of a I just I don't think they're they're, they're not a bunch of winners, are they? They don't they are, for me, other than possibly Harry Kane, you know, who's obviously world class himself, I just don't see I don't see Spurs winning a trophy within the next two to three years. I really don't. Maybe even five years, the way they're well, going. To be fair, it's been going on longer than that. Because when was the last time... The what, what year was it they won the League Cup? 2008, 2011 or something? I mean, mm. Well, I mean, yeah. It's been, it's, this is what I mean. It's just, been a decade. It's, I, 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 I certainly see where you're coming from. I, I just feel, I think... Had they broken that curve with the season that Leicester won the title and Spurs not a bottle-jobbed it... Yeah. I think it, it's obvious to say it would be a, it'd be a totally different Spurs side. I, re- I really do think. Well, even the Champions uh, League four. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but again, Liverpool got a, a lucky break three minutes into the game. That's with what that, that, that handball and the penalty, and, and you know Liverpool taking the lead so early on, it was a case oh, yeah. of Liverpool could just sort of sit around and hold the game up and be that niggly side that will always go down for easy fouls and waste time and all this sort of stuff. Spurs were always going to be on the back foot as soon as that penalty went in. Um, And to be fair, Liverpool probably had the better squad. Barring barring Kane and Son. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. I just think, yeah, I, I think you take Kane and Son out of that team, Spurs are mid-table card. Mm. Simple as that. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think they're good enough anymore. I, I, I don't feel that squad's been... They, they've made investment. They have done. Mm. They've, bought in, they've bought in players to sort of help out, but they just, whatever it is, it's just not working. And... Yeah, I, I just, I getting rid of Poch probably wasn't the right idea, but because he'd been there so long, they probably needed a new voice. 
but it's just not worked. It's just not. Whatever they've tried, it hasn't worked. And I don't know who'd want to take that job. There we go. Mourinho goes. I just don't know. There we go. There we go. That That's the uh, Premier League roundup, lads. So if anyone wants to get in touch with Jacko via email and speak about Spurs or any of the Premier League clubs, contact us on email at AfterExtraTime2020 at gmail.com or you can contact us via Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to move on to the Championship. Get green in it, Spurs. <laughs> oh, oh, he talked more bullshit than Mourinho. Yeah, <laughs> at least I'll get my own net, my own Netflix episodes. He just, well, Amazon Prime, mate. If, you, if you're going to plug it, get it right. But yeah, <laughs> he, he just sat there. I reckon he he just sat in the chair like Mourinho did at Chelsea. Go, I am the special. He isn't anymore. I am, I am the special. I'd have, and then uh, and there'd, there'd, there'd be me and Jack going. Make, making a derogatory comment about him at the back of the press box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd have, I've had Raider as me number two. You know what, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? We've got no fans. Yeah, he just, he just shout. 60,000 people at the Etihad chatting, you've got no fans. <laughs> right, let's move to the championship. No, let's not. So, anyway. No. Here we go. But before I start the championship roundup, lads, Greeny's going to chuck his championship quiz in. Oh, oh, I batted Jack. Now, Wait, what a way to kick me while I'm down. This one, Jacko. I've got. I've got faith in that you'll beat Jack today. Okay. <laughs> I haven't. So, I haven't. That's today, <laughs> today's quiz is the top ten most possession in matches for teams. What I want. I want the Where top ten teams. Where have you got this shit from? <laughs> yeah, I want the top the top ten teams with the most ball possession in matches. What this, this season? This season, and I want to. I'm going to start with the reigning champion, Jack. Uh, I want the top ten teams, mate. What? So is this just teams, not games? No, not it's... games. So it's it's overall possession throughout the season. Right. So, number, so Norwich, you must be on there. Norwich is correct. They're number one with 61.37% possession. Yeah, they had to be. Brentford. Down to Jacker. Brentford are on the list. They're number five with 55.33% possession. One all. Um, Watford? Watford are number six on the list. 54.34%. You're doing well, lads. 2-1. Uh, Swansea. Swansea just in there at ten with fifty point six three percent. That's two two. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to go with my own team because we like to have the ball and do fuck all with it. Derby. Derby, unfortunately, are on the list in number yeah. nine. Fifty one point two. We like to do the have the ball and do fuck all with it. Um, oh, the boy is going to do a clean sweep tonight. It's three-two. Can they get it without getting one wrong? Jacko. No, no. Um, I'm going to go with Bournemouth. Bournemouth are on the list, oh. number three, with fifty-seven point four percent. Oh God, oh, pressure's on that. Three all. <laughs> yeah. We've got six six out of ten lads. You're doing well. Six out of ten. I'm trying to think who likes to get on the ball. 
if we have to go to decider, we'll go to the eleventh team. Not right. I'm just trying to think of the top like ten teams because you you know realistically it should really be the teams at the top that like the dominant. Well, yeah, ball. but you, you just you say that, but Derby are ninth, and yeah. Derby are twentieth in the league. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> just 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 in case anyone didn't know that Derby are currently twentieth in the championship. Millwall are ninth. If anyone really wants to know that, Millwall are yeah. ninth. Yeah, fantastic. Um, <laughs> moving on from that fact, um, <laughs> I'm going to go for a bit of a road one. I don't think they're on there because they'd like to hoof it, but they are doing quite well. Barnsley? Barnsley, Jack, are not on the oh, list, me old man. I'm, I can tell you that Barnsley was 16th on the list with 47%. I'm going to... Down to Jacko, take the lead. I'm going to go Jacko. with Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough are even worse. The seventeenth oh, place with forty six point five percent. Then goes the clean sweep so back to Jack. Then goes the clean sweep. For yeah, the, it's um... a clean sweep gone. Still three all though, boys. Redden. Redden are on the list. The number eight with fifty two point one percent. Three uh, four three to Jack. Card three teams left. Cardiff. Cardiff are not on the list, mate. They're twenty second. Really? Ah, uh, well, po- I yeah, suppose 4, Harris. Point four percent. Yeah, Harris would have played defensive. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Jack could actually win this. I think for yeah, he could. Um, no, he couldn't. Sorry, he can draw. Uh, Jack, I will have to get it right next. I'm just trying to think in terms of who. <sighs> Who likes to get the ball down and shift it? It can't be Millwall, can it? Let's have it right. It can't be Millwall. It can't be... Are you going for Millwall? No, no, I'm not, no. It can't be... It can't be anyone like Preston or anyone like that, can it? Let's, let's have it right. It can't be... Blackburn? Blackburn? Pick from, boys. Oh, Blackburn? Fucker. Please be wrong. Blackburn. Oh, oh at number two with 50, 58.3%. That was literally... It's 5-3. Literally going to be my next fucking oh, guess. <sighs> it's 5-3 with three teams who, left. Who, so you must be wrong, Jacko. You've had Norwich, Blackburn, yeah. Bournemouth, yeah. Brentford, yeah. Watford, yeah. Reading, Derby and Swansea. It's three teams left and it's five. I'm going to go with Stoke. It's not on the list. And you fucked my decider up because they're number 11. (laughs) (laughs) How was I supposed to know? 49.6% possession. Um, QPR. Jack to win it. QPR. QPR. And you're the champion oh, again, Jack. They are really? number seven. 50, 53.3%. The last two teams was number four, Huddersfield. That is a surprise. With 56.9%. Yeah. And the other Preston? team after that. Is it Preston? Again? No, Preston not on Preston there, City? Forest. No, I... It was um, Norwich, Blackburn, 
Bournemouth, Huddersfield, Brentford, Watford, QPR, Reading, Derby, Swansea. Yeah. They're your top ten. Back to back wins. Yeah. Eh? I'll give you. Who, who, could you name me who the bottom three is? Uh, the bottom two is Wickham. Yeah, uh, Wickham and Millwall probably. Yeah. No, Millwall are up Luton. there, mate. They're not Luton. down there. No, Luton are fourteenth. It was Wickham with foot. No, Coventry actually sitting 15th. Uh, Birmingham. No, Birmingham. Yes. Um, um, no, Birmingham 19th. Uh, Rotherham second's bottom. Wickham. Rob, yeah, yeah, Rotherham, mate, 44.3%. Millwall, Jacko, your team sitting 20th with 45%. Oh, that's not great, though, is it? It doesn't mean a lot, though, does it? No, no, not no. Really. <laughs> well, well to, be, to, to be fair. No. You know, whenever we've got the ball, like yesterday, we did fuck all with it. So, yeah. <laughs> That's why, 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 why have it? Yeah, well, that was your, uh... fucking use it. <laughs> that was your quiz, anyway, lad. So I'll think of another championship quiz for. Oh, now, great! They're the only ones um, that are championship uh... fucking related, and I can't win them. <laughs> we'll try and leave one next. Oh yeah, I'll make it better. Right, let's let's go on to your favourite. Let's go on to the championship. So, let's start with Jacko. Jacko, a poor defeat for you boys at the Den. 3-0 defeat to Swansea. Talk the people through it who's listening and tell us how the game went. We did our usual first 15 minutes. We looked the better side. We looked like we were... If we put a couple of chances in, we looked like we were going to go away with it. And the problem is, we weren't clinical enough. That's always been our issue. We've not been clinical enough with our chances that we create. We allow teams to get on back into the game, and the better team won. We we just looked poor. Um, defensively, we were sloppy for a couple of the goals. Um, Swansea got Sw- Swansea were unlucky that they should have probably had two before half time, two or three before half time. Um, I I saw the goal coming as soon as the ball broke to him. I just knew, knew it was going to be a goal just before half time. Um, and yeah, it was horrible to watch, and I just feel that's probably we 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 weren't going to get the playoffs anyway, and I just think that's just cemented our on the early jollies for the season. I think. Yeah, I mean, do you reckon that's put a dent now, mate? Because I thought you might no, sneak we, in the playoffs. We, we were always going to, we were always eight points behind the team in sixth, we were always matching them for results. So, no, I, I don't... The, going through that 18-game winless run was always going to hamper our season. Um, and mm. I, I just felt as soon as that had happened, yes, I said at times we were lucky that we weren't going to be relegated. Rowett changed the, the formation and it worked. And we, we, we played a lot of better football. We got better results. But you, you lose... You don't win in 18 games. That's near enough half the season. You, you're not going to get anywhere near the top six. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of investment that needs to be done. We desperately need a goal scorer. Smith isn't good enough. But Varsen isn't good enough. Bradshaw isn't good enough. Bennett and Wallace work really well together, but they're not out-and-out goal scorers. Um, we, we're missing Sean Hutchinson. He's a big, big blow for the rest of the season. Um the, the only promising light is the fact that Billy Mitchell and Danny McNamara, two of our youngsters, have come in and have basically cemented team spots. 
McNamara has been outstanding since he came back on loan from Scotland. Billy Mitchell has been out for the first half of the season, has come back and he's taken that spot for his own. Um, but yeah. yeah, a lot of work will need to be done in the summer. The, the, the players, a lot of the players that are there aren't good enough. I'd like to see Scott Malone stay. I think he's been a breath of fresh air. I, I think he's he adds a lot of attacking prowess down to down that left hand side. Um, the the question is, there's there's probably maybe five or six spaces in that side that needs improvement. Um, mm. So yeah, it, we'll have to see. What I want to ask you, Jack, and I want to clear it up so some fans know, know yeah. why, but I, I see Millwall made five substitutions yeah. yesterday. Can, is, that, is that a rule? Yes, in the yeah, 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 you can use five. It's been like that all season, I think, hasn't it, Jack? I'm think here. Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah, it has good. been. I think they voted. Yeah. They had it during... They had the COVID it. stuff, didn't they? Yeah. And they've, they've kept it. They've kept it. I don't know if it will stay there next season. Uh, I think it will probably for now, but I, I don't know if it's con- confirmed or not. Fair, fair. Uh, just a quick one, Jacko, before we move away from Millwall, mate. Do you reckon the IU goal was the major talking point if you went in at half-time nil-nil? Because obviously yeah, it's yeah. in the 45th plus one. Do you reckon no. it might have been a different game? No, second off. Um, you know, we hit the post straight after after half time. Um but uh, I think Swansea were just Swansea were on it from that point. Their heads had, they they their heads had been picked up. Um I as I say, I, I think we were lucky to only go in a goal down. Um they got a, they they were unlucky not to to bag a couple before before the IU goal. Um so yeah, I, I just think we, we don't have a good run against Swansea. We really don't. They uh, they have a knack of getting results against Millwall. So, yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was expecting anything this weekend anyway, to be honest. Even though Swansea hadn't won in four, I, I just didn't think we were going to get anything out of it. And I was proven right, annoyingly. So. Fair enough. We've talked about my shower of shit. We've talked about Jacko's shower of shit. So now let's do the, now let's do the hat trick <laughs> of shower of shit. And let's, let's go to Jack Godfrey. Talk us through Derby's defeat, Jack, against the um, leaders of the Championship, Norwich. One nil win. At, yeah, see, I don't uh, think that was a shower uh, of shit. Maybe a light peppering or a, a little spray. Um, we were, yeah. <laughs> I think first half was was all right. They gave away too many free kicks and unfortunately got punished with one. Dow obviously smashed one top bag and shock. He was on loan at Derby last year or the year before, and he was absolutely terrible. And then, lo and behold, he turns into Messi and puts one into the top corner. Yeah, um, always the way with ex loanees. They always seem to play well against Derby or play well as soon as they <laughs> leave Derby, um, which is frustrating. But yeah, um, and then second half, Derby fought actually. If I'm honest with you, I thought Derby would get rolled four or five, especially after the way Norwich played midweek against Huddersfield, um, putting seven past them. So. I was I was worried to say the least, but no, they fought back and uh, we had a couple of chances actually. I think Shinny probably should have done better with his chance um, later on in the second half. So yeah, that's frustrating. But um, yeah, I think I, as much as it sounds stupid, I'd probably take a one 0 loss against them and and just kind of accept it. I like Jacko. I wasn't expecting anything from it this weekend. It would have been an added bonus to take a point or three. 
And uh, we move on to Blackburn, your team next week. Two, two, two toughish away, and we've got Blackburn and Preston. Yeah. And uh, yeah, luckily for us, no one really, yeah. no one took any points beneath us. So we're, we're still sort of clinging on and holding on. And if we can win our sort of, if we win the next two games, then yeah, I'd say we're about there. But we, we just can't, can't seem to win again at the moment. So yeah. Uh, uh, I'd, yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's. Let's move to uh, move on from there, and let's go back to Jacko. To a surprise team, I know uh, yourself mm. and Jack have been on about this team when you've hosted the Cods, lads. And yes, it's Barnsley for me, Jacko. The, the mm. performing mate, two 0 win against against the Middlesbrough side, yeah. are half decent. Yeah, Having they're doing brilliantly. Season. The fact the fact that they're still, you know, they're they're two, they're two points off Brentford in third is is a remarkable feat. From you know, they they had to beat Brentford on the last day of the season to stay up. Um, it's been a remarkable run that they've been on. Their, their style of play is, is something not what I'd expect of, of that side. I, I didn't think they'd want to play a high-pressing game and a, a high line, and it, but it works. It, it, just, it just works completely to, to what they know, and it's been a remarkable season, and it is a breath of fresh air. I, I think we've said it on numerous occasions, the Championship hasn't been the greatest league this year, um, but Norwich deservedly are up there. Watford are deservedly up there, and so are Barnsley. You know, I, I think if Barnes, Barnsley fans were told on the last day of the season you'd be with five games to go, you'd be fifth and two points off third, they, they'd look at you as if you escaped from somewhere. So, you know, the, the fact that they've come out and they've done this and they've played so so well is, is brilliant to watch. And I, I, I hope they do well in the playoffs. And I, I well. Get itself straight. I'd love to see them get to the playoffs, and then I'd love to see them do well in the playoffs. I, I don't think. I think if they were to get promoted, this is what they've aimed for. They've they've aimed for a sort of stab in the dark, go as well as they can. I don't think it would go very well in the Premier League next season mm. if they were to get promoted. But yeah, they've done brilliantly this season, and and I hope it carries on well for. Them. I have to agree. I mean. Uh, stay with you, Jack. Seeing Barnsley up there, does that give you a bit of hope? Thinking, well, if they can do it, Millwall can uh, do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes so, down to the fact that um, Rowett has got a way of playing his football. I think the fact that we've become a more stable club in the Championship shows that we're going in the right direction. We've always been a club that's had two or three seasons in, in the Championship, gone down to League One, sat there in League One for so many years and then, and then come back up. They've had, I think Barnsley have had better investors than Millwall. I, I think in the way that they've just, they, they're, they're prepared to sort of invest in the club heavily. Whereas what Berylson's done is to make sure the club is sustainable in the long run if he was to ever go. It's not a short-term thing. You know, they're doing a lot of investment in, in the local area. They want to improve it. There's obviously massive plans for him and the CEO, um, Andy, uh, Cavan, Steve Kavanagh, to sort of build Millwall up in this area that it, it's, it, you know, there's, there's, it's not a nice area um, of, of South East London by, by any stretch of the imagination, but they're working to make it a better place. And I just feel that that investment in the long run will be a lot better for that club. 
I, I think it's always difficult to be in that catchment area when you've got Charlton, West Ham, Chelsea, Fulham, Spurs, Arsenal to sort of compete with that a QPR, Brentford, you know, to compete with the majority of those clubs that have spent time in the top flight, that have got the, the better money. And, you know, it's a case that Millwall are definitely one of those clubs that, that shouldn't be up there. And, you know, the fact that we got there, we got close to it last season, we got close to it in Harris's first season, it shows that we, we're getting there slowly but surely, but it will take a longer run. I, I just hope that if Barnsley don't go up, it's a case of the next season, they're, they're just not there anymore and they're back struggling at the bottom of it. There we go. There we go. Let's let's move on to the next fixture and result. Uh, let's give Jack a nice one. Let's give him a nice, interesting game, Jack. Here we go. Talk, talk, talk us through. Talk us through a nice goal fest. Rotherham United nil. I mean, Rotherham are on your tail, mate. Huddersfield are down there. Both teams are down there. Do you feel that was a good result for you, boys? Because they drew. Do you still feel Rob Rum can... I'm really hoping you enjoyed being a dickhead. Um, you, 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 know get, you, you know he does. You know he does. And you get off on it. Um, yeah, I, I know he does, yeah. It's just it's typical green, isn't it? Um, well, yeah. oddly enough, I was going to make a comment. He, he called Madison, Barnes, Chowdhury and... I can't think the other one. It called them idiots, but it's all right for Hal Robson, Carnu and the others to break protocol while they're playing for Wales. <laughs> oh, different, mate. International to club level. <laughs> it's all right for someone else to do it, but until it's your lot, then they're fucking idiots. Just, you're such a... Let, let's move on, because I want to hear about Yeah, this I'm, I'm sure everyone listening to this thinks, fuck me, I can't wait to hear about this room, Rotherham. Um... It was nil nil for two teams at the bottom. There you go, Jack. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, Rotherham gained a point on us, so it wasn't good. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. I mean, I mean, to be fair though, Jack, they've, only, they've still got. To be fair, yeah, four games at yeah, hand on you. Yeah, uh, they're on thirty-six About points, or forty-three. Points, you're on. So, is it possible? Yeah, is it possible? Oh, yeah, if they win their game in hand, yeah. I mean, if we look at the next three, mate, they've got Q- QPR, Cov, and Birmingham. Yeah, they are the three winnable games. Yeah, I think the QPR will be the toughest one, but the yeah, other two, if they get wins, the Cov and the Cov and the Birmingham games are huge, aren't they? Because Cov and Birmingham are both down there. Um, yeah, Rotherham lose both of them, and they lose to QPR, then they probably haven't put themselves in a great position. And obviously, I'm hoping they lose all three. So. <laughs> if, if they win two out of the three or even win three out of three then they give themselves a great a great chance of staying up um, I genuinely cannot call whether I think they'll, mm. they're going to win those games or not I really don't I just the championship is obviously in itself is unpredictable I, I really do not know this is why Derby need to keep picking up points because as much as it is at times relying on other results you need to keep taking results yourself and keep picking up points because you can't rely on other teams to do do your faves and stuff like that because you just don't know if they will at the end of the day. So we, this is why we need to try and pick up a couple of couple more wins in these last five games. We need sort of two, three wins, and then sort of relieves the stress and the pressure a little bit. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure Rooney's well, well aware of that fact as well. I'm sure the players will be as well. So 
Fair enough. Let's move on because um, we're running out of time. Let's move to Jack O and let's give him a goal mm-hmm. test. QPR four, Chef Wednesday one, mate. Now Chef Wednesday looked good, and then they gone shite again. QPR, mm. it's a miss. I feel. What 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 do you make of QPR? I think they should be up there, really. I mean, they're in eleventh. Oh, I, 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 I do. I, I seriously I think they're very of this level. I, I think. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, not I'm surprised the they're down there. Well, in eleven, they've um, lost Eze. Eze was such, such a big part of that well, song. There is that, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I mm. just, I, I think it was always going to be a rebuilding year for for QPR. Um, I, I think they've they they seem to have looked a bit better of late. But I think it's just too little too late for them to get anywhere near the, the, the top six. But, you know, they're sitting 11th. There's there's a gap. You know, there, there's sort of four points separating Cardiff and eighth and, and Stoke in 12th. You know, there's there's a there's a bunch of teams there that are good enough to be sort of just outside the playoff. And, yeah, I think QPI, if they invest rightly this summer, I, I think they could be up there. Um, but, yeah, Warburton's definitely a, a, a good a good manager for this level. Uh, I think Sheffield Wednesday uh, had a mountain to climb from day one this season anyway. Um, and I'm not surprised mm. they've got beat. Um, I don't see them staying up personally. I really don't. I can't see it. Um, but then saying that, no. I've been wrong numerous times and I can, I'll expect something to happen at the back end of uh, the back end of April, beginning of May, to to see what goes wrong. Um, so yeah, um, at the moment, it's Sheffield Wednesday. But, uh, Decent. Yeah, I mean, no, that's it, mate. Let, let's give the Jack some more exciting yeah. now. Then, so let's let's give him <laughs> Bristol City nil, Forest nil. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> I mean. I mean <laughs> Sorry, Jack, but uh, Nigel Pearson, do you think he's had much of a, a good start? I've got one thing to say, and that's I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. <laughs> right, I've been defending you. Why the fuck are you singing that? Just because Leicester beat him today, it's unfortunately... Yeah, but it's West Ham, though. I don't want to listen to that. Well... You can both fuck off laughing at me, giving me nil-nil. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. No, you can both fuck off. I knew exactly what he was going to do. <laughs> fuck off, you want the quiz. I don't deserve this shit. Of this and forever blowing bubbles, bollocks. <laughs> no, I um, He's been a lot more right job, I suppose, Pearson. When he came in, they won a couple of games, didn't they? And then they seem to have gone back to sort of losing games and dropping points again. Mm. Um which is strange, you know, they've just, I don't know, I don't like Bristol City anyway. Um, so it's neither here nor, here nor there whether they do well or not. Um, yeah, there we go him. then. Let's move on then, shall we, Jack? <laughs> All right, we'll stay with Jack. Two tonight, Jack. Brentford nil, Birmingham nil. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, mate. I'm kidding. Let's, I'm going to give you a game here, though, Jack. Wickham won, Luton Town three. That's got yeah, to be the end of Wickham now. They've got to be down, Jack. Um, <laughs> put the champagne. Yeah, and let, let me let me just add in. Yeah, I don't know. Kizenga, Lawalawa. Yeah, what a beauty! What a beauty! Looking at that, 
10 minutes to go, Wickham were winning. So, yeah. And they were down to 10 men. He's, he's so he left one on one of the Derby players that should have been sent off and they played Derby. <laughs> not, not that you're bitter about that. No, you? I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'd just like to say, I'm, I'm so first happy got, to say this year, And uh, I will, I, I, yeah, but I will shake his hand when I see him. And uh, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm pleased in myself that I've oh, shown God. him and taught him how to finish. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. So let's move back to Jack. Yeah, Wickham move. Move. Wickham move on. We're running out of teams now, but let's quickly just go through them. Uh, Jacko Bradford yeah. 5 0 win away at Preston. They're back on track now, mate. And yeah, I, I think a couple more wins and they're done. Spot. Preston, again, with their issues of the fact that they can't win at home. And Tony has just shown his class in this league because he's scored again. Uh, I think he's a brilliant striker. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's good. the players are going to be interesting this year. Um, I don't know. Don't ask me who, who would go up. I haven't got a clue out of those. If, they, if those four were to stay the same, I don't know who they'd be. But, yeah, Brentford definitely look a, a good side. Uh, just too little, too late. I think, I think that's them settled the Yeah, just quickly, um former former winners at the Cobb. Cardiff two against Blackburn, Birmingham two 0 win at home against Stoke. And that is everything. I'm just gonna do a quick plug. So if you want to contact Jacko via email, it's after extra time twenty twenty at gmail dot com. Or you can contact on our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And I've got one more little plug here, boys. So this podcast is now part of the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated sports podcast network. Find the next show you love or join the team at www.sports-social.co.uk. Come on, Justin Rose to win the Masters. Anything to add, boys? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Jack, you got to answer, uh, Jacko? <laughs> <laughs> that's nice but before we go uh, Jack you're hosting next week no. any little insight on who you got on next week <laughs> oh, it, oh actually I do he's no, certainly going to give it away <laughs> to what you are <laughs> oh <laughs> on that note you've been listening to After Extra Time I'm your host Greeny it's goodbye from me goodbye it's goodbye from Jack Sports Social Podcast Network.